Today on episode 284 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, take a second right now and think about the pictures you currently have stored on your phone. Are they important enough that you wouldn't want to lose them? Well, today I'm going to show you how to automatically back up the pictures on your phone and on your computer, and setting up this process is very inexpensive. In fact, it's completely free. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Hey there, welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. If you've been here before, you know who I am. I'm your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I am right here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And every once in a while, we talk about things you can do on your phone, and today we're talking about both. And my primary business is computer repair, and I've been doing that since 1999. And just for the record, even though we're talking about phones today, I don't do any cell phone repair. But if you want your computer to run faster than you could have ever imagined, and no, I'm not exaggerating, I'd be happy to talk with you about that. What we're talking about is replacing your current hard drive with a solid-state drive. It's like going from a Model T to a Ferrari. I've done this upgrade for lots of my clients, and they love it. You can call me at 727-254-9078 or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And, of course, today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 284. So let's get started. You want to know something that happens every single day? Someone drops their phone in the toilet. Or someone drops their phone in the ocean. Or in my case here in Florida, the Gulf of Mexico or Tampa Bay. Or someone just drops it and it's not submerged in water, but just being accidentally dropped kills it and it won't turn on again. Or a million other things can happen that can destroy your phone. And of course, a lot of people say, yeah, but I'm careful, so I'm sure that'll never happen to me. Yeah, well, you know, the guy that's standing there looking in the toilet where his phone is, he also thought that would never happen to him. Ah, but Scott, I have insurance on my phone. Nothing to worry about. Well, that may be true. I think it's a good idea to have insurance on your phone, at least for the first year or so while it's new. Of course, you still have to pay the deductible, which is probably $100 or $200, something like that. But at least then you'll get another working phone. So insurance is a good thing. But you know what it won't do? It won't replace all those pictures that are on your phone right now that you haven't yet transferred to your computer or backed up somehow. Now, for a lot of my clients, there are a lot of pictures on their phone, and they aren't stored anywhere else at all. So if those pictures have any value at all, this is a really dangerous practice. You know how phones are so easily lost or stolen or accidentally destroyed. There are just so many things that can happen to your phone, and then all those pictures are just gone. But there is a solution, and it's something you should do right now, right after I tell you how to do it here on this podcast. And you can't say the solution is too expensive because it's free. You can use your Google account to back up the photos on your phone. And in case you didn't know, if you have a Gmail email account, that's the same as having a Google account. It's all the same account. Google has a service called Google Photos. 
If you have a Google account, you already have access to this service. So if you go on your computer to photos.google.com, that's where it is. Of course, at this point, you probably won't see your photos there if you haven't already been using it. I set this up on my phone quite a while ago. So now, just, just as an example, I could walk outside and take a picture with my phone and walk back inside here to my office and go to photos.google.com, and there's the photo I just took on my computer. So if by chance, after I took that picture, I happened to drop my phone just as a truck's driving by and my phone got run over and crushed, I could still go to any computer, log into my Google account, and there are all my photos. And the nice thing is, it's completely automated. I don't have to take a picture and then go find some app and click on backup or upload or anything like that. Anytime I take a picture, it's automatically saved online to Google Photos. Now, to set this up, it's really easy. On your phone, you need to go to the Google Photos app and then just tap the three horizontal lines in the top left and tap on Settings. Of course, before you do all this, you need to be logged into your Google account, which you probably already are anyway. And then in Settings, the very first item there is called Backup and Sync, S-Y-N-C. Tap that and just make sure the Backup and Sync function is enabled. And while you're in that area, if you go down a bit, you'll see you have a couple of options as far as the upload size. There's high quality, which is the one I use, and there's also original quality. See, the thing with phones today is that the new ones take really high-quality, high-resolution pictures. And high-resolution pictures mean that the file size is pretty big. So what Google wants to do is reduce the file size to save on some storage space, but still have your pictures looking really nice. That's why if you choose high-quality, they give you unlimited storage space for free with your pictures. That's because they're taking your original picture and optimizing it so it's not quite the high resolution that it was when you took the picture, but it's still really good. In fact, you probably won't even notice the difference. But if you insist that all your pictures are stored in their original high resolution, Google gives you that option, but they won't give you free unlimited storage for that option. You're limited to 15 gigabytes of storage on your Google account. Now, that's a lot of storage space, but if you take a lot of high-res pictures, that space could get filled up pretty fast. And that's not the end of the world, because they do offer you the option of purchasing additional storage space. You can get another 100 gigabytes of space for just 20 bucks a year, or you can get another 1,000 gigabytes of space for $100 a year. But honestly, for most people, you can just choose the high-quality option for the free, unlimited storage, and it'll be fine. And here's the other thing. What about all those pictures that are already on your computer? You can upload them to your Google Photos account, too. And not only do you have another backup for those photos, I mean, even if you already have them backed up, what's the harm in having them backed up in another place? And now all those photos you have on your computer, when you go to Google Photos on your phone, there they all are. So all of your photos are viewable on all of your devices. Of course, I don't recommend that Google Photos is the only way to back up your photos, but since it's completely free and it's completely automated, there's no reason to not do it as part of your overall backup strategy. And someday, when you're standing in the bathroom stall at the public restroom at your local Walmart, and you're looking down at the disgusting toilet where your phone just made a big splash landing, you just might think... My goodness, that tip from Scott Johnson about Google Photos really paid off just now. 
And a big thanks to all the people that support this podcast by shopping at Amazon through my affiliate link, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. When you go through that link, you're right there on the Amazon website, and your prices aren't any different than what you'd pay anyway, but Amazon gives me a little commission for each purchase, so thanks for your support. And if you have anything you'd like to tell me, like how great this show is, and how listening to it has just altered your life for the better in so many ways, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you might just hear your voice right here on the show. And you can call anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. As a Jim Morrison fan, I really don't appreciate it when I hear my children slam the doors.